Hi, and welcome to People of PJC, a community audio project in which we, the members of Pikesville Jewish Congregation, share our stories, our passions, and our past to shape how we think about each other and Jewish life in the future. I am Rabbi Yechiel Schaffer, the host of People of PJC, and the rabbi of the Pikesville Jewish Congregation. Our young community has grown over the last decade into a 150-member-strong congregation filled with passionate people, accomplished professionals, and many ordinary folk with extraordinary stories. It's in this space we will share some of those stories. Today, I will present to you a conversation I had with the Schmerling family. Josh and Stacy both grew up in Maryland and were early members of the PJC community. I'm pleased to share with you here the chat we had together. Josh and Stacy, it's so nice to see you guys, to be with you guys. Can you each just introduce yourselves, uh, tell us a little bit about yourselves, uh, what you guys do, and uh, something we don't know about you. So, Josh Schmerling, I'm an attorney here in, in Pikesville. Uh, we have our own law firm, Zirkin and Schmerling Law. Uh, Bobby Zirkin, who was a state senator, is my law partner. And we have uh, seven lawyers total, one of which is Joe Brombro, who's also a member of the Shul. And we handle... He's a president, I think, last I checked. The Shul. That's right. <laughs> um, the uh, and we handle an array of matters, you know, workers' comp, family law, personal injury, car accidents, stuff like that, criminal... So that's a little bit about me and something that nobody would know about me is that I've been a, a I'm six, four, but I've been a vegetarian for 28, almost 29 years. It's confusing, but we'll get, we'll dig into that a little bit more. <laughs> Stacy. Crazy. And I am Stacy Schmerling. I am the senior White House producer for NBC News. I work for NBC um, and I manage a team of 13 journalists who cover the White House. I've been working as part of the White House team since the beginning of Obama's second term and recently moved into this new role as the senior producer about three years ago now. And something related along those lines that people might not know about me is that I have ridden on Air Force One before. I think one of the, I think one of the first conversations we had was about your, your trip to Saudi Arabia. uh, Interestingly enough, second fact that people might not know about me is that Saudi Arabia is my most visited country. I've been there five times. Wow. Once was on my 30th birthday and I was pregnant. And so, Rabbi, this is the reason when we go to Shabbat lunch somewhere, people usually want to speak to Stacy because clearly she's done a lot more interesting things than what I've done. You mean you haven't been pregnant in Saudi Arabia, Josh? <laughs> I've never done that. <laughs> Probably will never do that. <laughs> okay, guys, how, just tell me how long have you guys been married? Tell us about your kids. I don't want to mess this stuff up. <laughs> go on, Stacey. <laughs> we got married in 2014. This is easy to remember because I'm superstitious and did not want to get married in 2013. There's a way for you to always remember that. And we have been dating since 2009. So what's that math? Because I don't do math. 11 years. 
we've been we've known each other 11 years um we have two wonderful sons jacob who will be turning three in august and benji who was born on march 16th the week before the stay-at-home order was in place so he had the luxury of having a zoom bris which was interesting you guys were the first ones i think i think we were the first ones in the community but there were a few that were not far behind us yeah it was it was a busy online month Josh, speak a little bit more about what you're passionate about. Explain, I guess, explain your vegetarianism a little bit and talk a little bit more about like what brings you to PJC. Sure. Um, there's a lot, there's a lot there that you just asked me about in terms of being vegetarian. I've kind of have always done things my own way. And so one day I was, I was nine years old and I got home and I told my parents I was never eating fish or meat again. And I said, maybe I'll eat it once a month or something. And I'm one of four boys. And my mom said, I'm not cooking a separate dinner every night for you to still eat meat once a month. So it's either, are you a vegetarian or are you not? I said, I'm a vegetarian. And I never had meat or fish again. And uh, that just started to show the kind of stubborn person I am. And You said uh, it. I was going <laughs> to add in the stubborn part. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, that's how that all got started. And uh, I've been doing it ever since. In terms of just growing up, I've always really wanted to just be an advocate for myself, for others. I remember I got questions wrong on tests and I would bring in vocabulary, uh, on vocabulary quizzes, I'd bring a dictionary to school and explain to the teacher, uh, the definition, definition number five in the Webster Dictionary says what I said was right. And so I deserve credit here. And so I'd always argue with my teachers about why I should get credit on things. And um, now as an advocate for people, I have a passion for that. Um, in my law practice, we advocate for people against big insurance companies, people that have been injured. And I really enjoy standing up for those people and making sure they have a voice against these huge billion dollar companies that think they can kind of just treat people how, how they want. So uh, for PJC, for me, um, it was a natural, easy fit. A lot of the people that started the community and started the shul are people I went to high school with, people I went to college with. Donnie Vanderwald and I lived together, Hanan and I lived together, um, and many of these people I went to high school with. And so when this was all starting, they gave me a call and they told me and I was very excited. And um, my wife and I looked for years to move, to make sure we could move into this community because that was very important to us because we wanted to be part of the PJC community because um, we like all the people and we like the vibe and, and it was it was really important. So we made sure we moved here and uh, there's nowhere else we'd rather live. So that's, that's about it. What about you, Stacy? Wait, both of you are Baltimore through and through, right? I'm from Annapolis. No, you're Annapolis. You're both in Maryland through and through. Correct. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I've grown up here in the Pikesville area my whole life. My family grew up more um, on the conservative end and sort of more traditional in our practices of Judaism. When I met Josh, one of the things that I found most fascinating about him was the way that he incorporated Judaism into his life. Um, something that he didn't mention that people might not know about him is um, his observance and how important that is, which was something a little bit different than the way my family had done things. Um, and immediately coming into a community that was a little bit more um, religious, quite honestly, than I had ever had experience or exposure to growing up, immediately I felt so welcomed and so warmly met by these people who did not know me at all. And that's 
now been over 10 years and the friendships and the relationships that I have built, that we have built, that our families have built are one of my favorite parts about our social life and our religious life. And they're genuine friendships that I know that we will have for a very long time and our children will have for a long time. When it comes to PJC, sort of on the similar side of that, it was never a question for us what synagogue or shul we would belong to. It was, you know, PJC. And I don't think that we would change that for anything, really. (laughs) What was the other question? I have a question for for both of you just to reflect on a little bit. You know, obviously, we're living through a really unique moment. Um, a once in a hundred, although every storm that we get now is once in a hundred years storm, but uh, we're living through a once in a hundred years pandemic. God forbid it should be like the storms. And we're living through, right, Stacey, you mentioned you work in media in quite an extraordinary corner of media. And I'm wondering if you guys have anything that um, you can reflect upon the experience in your lives of the last three months, you know, having a baby, going into isolation, um, whether it's in your personal lives or in your professional lives, like what, what are the one or two of the big lessons that you're thinking about or you're processing uh, and reflecting on the last two or three months experience? So I would say that I, when you have a child, when you bring a child into this world, it's such a blessing. The journey for us of our second child, there were a lot of things that I learned to take away from the experience that I wanted to have with our family on my maternity leave because I work crazy hours, I travel, I'm gone a lot. So I had a lot of things planned out that I wanted to do on maternity leave. I wanted to spend more time with our friends. I wanted to, you know, do certain things to prepare for Shabbat meals and take advantage of the time that we were going to have with our nuclear family and our, our PJC community. Um, all of that quickly changed as early as, you know, the day that we went to the hospital. Josh was the only one who was allowed there. Our family couldn't be there. And when we came home, we were about four, or five or six days away from the the self-quarantine and at the beginning it was really tough like I'm sure all everyone listening to this can relate to none of us had ever experienced anything like this before we're now in the middle of a pandemic for us we had a newborn and a toddler at home so I'm here on maternity leave you know running a daycare helping to um sustain a newborn, clean my house, prepare meals for my family. It was very overwhelming. But I will say, looking back on how things felt at the beginning to how things feel now, I feel really grateful. I think it was a blessing. Our son was born three and a half weeks early. We got out of the hospital before things were really bad. Um, And thank God he was fine, no complications. But um, I feel really blessed to have this time with my family. I feel like we've bonded in a way that we would have never been able to before. We've spent so much time together. We've spent so much time with our almost three-year-old son, which has been amazing because we've seen parts of his personality and things that he's interested in at different times of the day than we would normally see him. And even just over these last three months, we've seen him grow exponentially, even just being, you know, sort of stuck at home. And I think we've gotten a really unique window into his development and who he is as a person. 
that we wouldn't have gotten to see if not for this. Um, and to that end, our son has just blown us away with how helpful he has been with his baby brother. And the two of them have had a really unique bonding opportunity. They're together all day, every single day for the first, however many months of um, our new son's life. And so I think that that has been something that has been really rewarding for us to watch and, and experience and be a part of. I'll tell you one thing, Josh, before you, I ask you to reflect as well. One of the thoughts that kind of keeps on coming back to me you know, yesterday I, I dug up the garden with my kids from like three to five in the middle of the day. We're in the mud, we're having fun, like mud everywhere and sh- shovels everywhere. And it keeps on coming back to me that like, I know this is a little insensitive in context of like the pandemic and people who are really truly suffering now and the complex um, and very terrible news that's going on around us. But um, I do wonder when life quote unquote goes back to normal, or when we go back to work, how much are our kids going to miss us? Um, and how that's going to be such a tough adjustment, but an adjustment we need to be conscious of. And uh, we need to think about, you know, our, our experience, you know, our kids are getting used to us uh, and we're going to go back to being the way it was. It's going to be a real challenge. It's going to be a real challenge. Josh, what about you? What, what's on your mind over the course of the last couple of months, besides for needing more sleep? <laughs> I'd say, you know, a couple of things. Number one, just seeing kind of how people in this country have stepped up, uh, nurses, doctors, frontline workers, uh, people that work at grocery stores, you know, everyday people just stepping up to help people keep uh, community safe. You know, Stacy and I have not left our house really. We haven't been to a grocery, we haven't gone anywhere. And that's not possible without some people taking some risks of being out there and making sure that, you know, the logistics and the food and everything else is moving the way that needs to move. So I know we're both very grateful that people have stepped up um, to take on those jobs and it hasn't been us. And so without them, we would not be able to have quarantined the way that we have to help protect our kids. And then in terms of how it's affected us and our family, you know, the first couple of weeks for me, I was like, this is great. I'm working from home. This is great. Stay with the kids. I'm working from home. It's great. And then after a month of it, I was done. And I'm, I was like, I got to get back to work. I, our business has to reopen this. And then I calmed back down again. And what I realized is we are never going to have this much family time ever again in our lives, ever. It's not possible. Stacy works a ton. Um, she travels a ton. I try to run a business. You know, the way it used to be before all this happened is we'd be lucky to see each other for an hour every night. And so it really was only on the weekends that we would see each other. And so, you know, keeping that in mind when, especially because some days are tougher than others and, you know, trying to keep everything in perspective um, when you get down to it, this is the only time in our lives we're ever going to have this um, bonding and family time on a daily basis. Yeah. Yeah. It really, um, it's really something to think about, something to reflect upon. Okay. Guys, thank you so much. This was so fun. Um, and I hope, please God, next time we can get together in shul, uh, we can make a l'chaim and people can learn more about both your lives and uh, we can share more stories about uh, traveling on Air Force One and uh, traveling to your office, I guess. A <laughs> <laughs> little different experiences. little different experiences. Okay, guys, thank you so much. Send my best to your kids and uh, we'll see you around. Stay healthy. Thank you. Thank Be you healthy. Too. Best to your family. Be well.
thank you to Josh and Stacy Schmerling for taking a few minutes to chat with me and share a little bit about their lives. While you can't capture the essence of people in a short few minutes we've spent together, we are certainly grateful for a brief glimpse in the fascinating and wonderful lives they live. People of PJC is an audio project of our community, the Pikesville Jewish Congregation, where I, Rabbi Yechiel Shaffer, am the rabbi. It's in this space we share our stories, we share our passions. It's in this space we learn more about each other. More episodes can be found on our website, pikesvillejewish.com, or alternatively, you can subscribe to the people of PJC on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. This has been the people of PJC, an audio project of our growing community. <laughs>